I don't know what episode it is, but that doesn't matter because the most important thing is that you are listening to us right now. If you aren't listening to us right now, go to your iPod or any other kind of MP3 podcast downloading machine and start listening. Now, if you're listening now, thank you so much. Well, there's still people not listening. I can't believe there's still people not listening. Justin, what are we going to do? Justin Panks at the end of the line. Hi. Justin, hello. Music! gonna do uh, there's some still some people not listening justin can you believe that well do you know what mate you can lead a horse mm, you can you could yes. lead a horse well, how can you not how cat how all right here's a little animal kingdom question right off the bat how come you can't make a horse drink but you can force feed geese and duck grain so they get massively inflamed livers well, the, yeah, you know that's how the expression started. They did say you can lead the goose to the um, grain silo, but you're not allowed anymore to force feed it until but it's you li- can't force it liquefied grain. And then Johnny Foie Gras invented the Foie Gras machine. Foie Gras. It's a hard word to say. Isn't wait it? until they start force feeding water to horses, so that they. Uh, what good would that be? So they become like waterbeds. Have you ever? Did you ever know about Rat Park? Rat Park. Have you heard of Rat Park? No. Uh, speaking of water, they had rats in lab environment, and what they had a green oh. water bottle and a red water bottle, and the green water bottle was water, and the red water bottle had cocaine laced water, and all the rats just drank and drank or heroin. I think it was one. Of, I think it was heroin. Something intrinsically addictive. Uh, so what we this podcast this podcast and they just drank and drank and drank the drug water then they made rat park where instead of a bare perfunctory cage they had lots of fun things for rats like little toys in there whatever rats like, like running things and different textures and places and none of them drank the drug water they all just drank the normal water so they think that addiction people with addictive personality is more to do with your happiness and your environment rather than the substance Oh, I might start taking cocaine then. Well, either that or change your environment. Yeah. I just said the end of environment then, and I don't know why. Well, there was some brilliant graffiti. When in Southend they built the new Odeon Cinema, it was built on a big green patch of land, and the the board sort of went up around the building site, and someone had spray-painted, save the environment. Yeah. And then they'd forgotten the N, and then someone had to spray paint on an end and an arrow in. And I think you've lost your point. Isn't it weird how you can have a really valid point, but just one silly mistake mm. absolutely destroys it? Yeah, yeah. And also, but that's a, a th- that's a 
argumentative device as well in some ways, isn't it? Like if I was making it, your yeah, if I was making an excellent point to you in a sort of debate, but I made like a tiny inconsequential factual error and you point it out, I have lost, even though my point might be very, very valid, like you say. Weird world we live in. Uh, You're going to kill those children by doing that. Uh, Actually, it's Y O U apostrophe R E. Yeah. I win. I think the beginning of our relationship was me correcting you on Facebook for bad grammar. Was it? Do you remember that used to be a thing? It is a thing still. I know I used to do it a lot though. And then I remember I made a spelling mistake once and you were like, oh, you've made a spelling mistake. And I was like, thank fuck, because I had to pretend I was like this impeccable grammar Nazi. (laughs) And it was quite draining. Yeah. Anyway, it's what beautiful what a way to start a friendship. It was our friendship start, and I used, but you made a joke. You wrote a quite a long form joke, and I sort of did that. It's a bit hacky, really. I wouldn't do it now, where you kind of like literally pick holes in what's saying what someone said, which is clearly a joke. I am looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. We're getting together tomorrow on Tuesday. Rub shoulders, because you've been a rub bit sh- stiff, haven't you? Been give you a little shoulder rub been a bit stiff my back is ruined i went to an osteopath yeah good like remember when you made me go to an osteopath you went to a chiropractor okay what's the difference oh you, you go to a clicky about 20 quid i think well you go to a clicker i'm going to a i want to go to a chiropractor i don't think the osteopath's done any good whatsoever no i think they're charlatans and uh i think they're charlatans i think it's hokum snake oil i thought about on the radio like i was in such bad pain on friday night I was thinking about how I could do a radio feature because we're live on Saturdays, Radio Essex. I thought I could go on and sort of say any chiropractor that went that called in, they could have free advertising if they come and did manipulations on me. What, on, on, live on air? Yeah, that's how much in pain I was. <laughs> I was thinking about that. And you went? when did you go then? I went on Tuesday last week. Oh, I don't know, this is bullshit, mate. Have you seen the one where they do it with like a chis- hammer and chisel? Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. What is that? that guy's shoulder. Have you seen the one where you got, freeze up the baseball player's pitch? I saw shot? one. It was um, all... Because, like, you know, like, uh, YouTube spits up algorithms of things that you watch. Yeah. So mine was UFC fighters get... Uh, MMA fighter, sorry, got something put back in with a hammer and chisel because... And he's like, he's feeling like the sort of back of his collarbone, kind of like the back of his shoulder. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. and he puts a, like, the fuck? You can't let someone come at you with a hammer and chisel. Well, the ones I like, they put a uh, belt around their neck and then yank David it Carradine? Put... No, this one's called jo- Joseph Cipriano. Right. Who are you talking about? David Carradine is a Bill from Kill Bill who strangle wanked himself to death in um, oh, no. Bangkok. Really? Yeah. David Carradine a, is a famous actor. I'll tell, I tell you what. I uh, what He did it in real life. Well, they, there's conspiracy theories that it was actually a triad murder. And uh, they, apparently that's something they'll do is like, really humiliate you. Because obviously in Japan, I think he was in Bangkok, but Jap- the Japanese have that honour culture. So if they Bangkok, could... ironically, what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to bang his cock. So I had... Right. Can I... You know the Woody Allen film, like, what was it, 101 Things About Sex You Always Wanted to Know But Were Afraid to Ask or something? Yeah, I enjoyed that when I was 14. So I would like to ask something about sex that I've never oh, asked on, anyone. Answer it. I know all about sex and doing it and stuff. So it's called auto-erotic asphyxiation. 
Yeah. So do you strangle and wank, or is the strangling, do you come in volunt- like uh, as a result of the passing out? No, I think you are strangling at the key moment. Really? Isn't it the reduction of oxygen that gets you? I've, li- I've not entered anything like that, and I've never even looked it up. But I just, I, I know it's called auto. Why is it called, what's the auto? Auto means doing it yourself, doesn't it? No. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. In terms of That's... autonomy, it does. There you go. But then an automatic car, you don't change gear yourself, do you? It's the opposite. Oh, no, the car is doing it itself. Auto. Oh, yeah, I guess it is that. So automatic. Yeah, it's the machine yeah. doing it itself. See, I, this yeah. is how I work things out. I'm actually quite thick. Well, and I said it. And yeah, you but said I no. Yeah. And then you talked it through and then you said yes. That's how you work things out. So I... You, I imagine that's how it works at home with your wife. Oh, I'm really pleased I worked this out. So when I... just sit there pulling her clumps no, of hair out. No, what I mean, her. Ash, is by conversation. I was giving you your credit. I asked a question and you answered it, so I work things out. So I couldn't strangle and tug you. That would be what? No, I'd rather you did Well, what's the opposite of auto then? Um, Manual. Auto, that be what's giving someone something uh what's giving someone this would be um proto is it is it no proto means very uh, like prototype means like a pre doesn't it like an initial i just thought that meant like initial <laughs> first Man... auto or what's the opposite of autonomy then i guess it would be because autonomy is like when you're the master of your own destiny, isn't it? Uh, autonomy. Anyway, if I so you so when you strangle yourself, you're masturbating, or you masturbate and then as you're sometimes, about, sometimes <laughs> yeah, what of it? So and then when you're about to right before the uh, the pop shot, you strangle yourself or you strangle yourself the whole time. Um, I don't know. I thought it would be the whole time, but I'm now not sure. Well, you'd die, wouldn't you? It takes me quite a while at my age if I was to do that, which I don't. I'd have everyone that knows me listen to and say, hey, so this is the thing. Everyone thinks they know about the strangle wank, but do they? Because I ain't got a fucking clue. I didn't. I don't know the details of it. Why isn't it saying that? Why is it a spate of a new thing, isn't it? Do people used to do it? Did you? Who's the first I'm time? Look, I'm looking up the uh, the... I'm not happy with the uh, the opposite of autonomous, by the way. I was going to do my little... I don't know for sure, but... Yeah. But... It's saying the opposite is intelligent, sentient, self-aware thinking. So it's talking just about robots, isn't mm. it? Um, uh, yeah, well, I just... I've been watched... I'll tell you what, I've watched three times this weekend. Norm MacDonald's stand-up show, Hitler's Dog... And uh, what's the other? Is it other oddities um, or other something like that? Hotner's dog, gossip, and it's so good. Oh, it's so good! I watched it three times, and I love the it's way so it good. just sort of starts halfway through a bit. Oh, I will always do that if I was ever to record myself yeah. doing stand up. It's starting halfway through. Again. I've seen it so many times. I can tell you that he's walking down like a park, a road in a park, with yeah. a baseball cap on. He looks like it's in the UK, but it's obviously not. And he's talking about going to a restaurant, and then it just op- then it just fades to him in the middle of his bit about talking to a restaurant. What a brilliant way well, to start. Well, he said, no, it, it's not quite that, because it opens with him saying, which makes him a hypocrite, which is the worst thing you can be these days. So I just ate a pork chop. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. But he talks about autoerotic asphyxiation as well. Oh, yeah, he, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the word. He like... talks about his kids stumbling yeah. in and finding him. And he's like, no matter what, he does his whole long routine. Yeah. That's, he's brilliant. They're doing a whole a long routine about, uh, remember my dad working double shifts to pay. And then at the bike. end, he does like he acts it out. Yeah, exactly. And then the only okay. thing you remember ah! is that. But if you think about it, so anyway, going back to it, the triads will do that because that is a true thing that you do. It, it taints your legacy. Well, forever. Yeah. So I think they people say the triads killed this day. Why were the triads after? I don't know. I don't know. But apparently, that's the sort of thing they would do. I think it was. I think it was like his hands were tied behind his back. He had a bag on his head, a belt around his neck, and it was like it was a murder made to look like sexual well, misadventure. Or his hands behind his back. Oh, you, I don't know. Exactly. That's why I thought it was auto. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe we're all doing it wrong. I um, Who was the first person? I know this is a bit of a hacky thing, but who was the first person? I think it's just about the lack of oxygen. But I who found really that out? That... Yeah. Well, someone who was... Uh, Drowning and just wanted up. to pass the time. As they're drowning. Oh god, and I never got that wanker planned in. <laughs> no, it's like well, I'm just I'm here at the bottom of a lake trapped in my car and the water's just filled it up and I'm gonna have to wait like forty five seconds before I'm actually dead. I might as well tug one out. Oh, that was yeah. nice. But how would they get the message out? <laughs> oh, someone rescued them at the last minute. Yeah, 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 that's it. Oh done. See? Where, Ash? What the, is that another car in the lake? John, you've done it again. This is the fifth time. See, Ash, this is how I work things out. Constantly, the guy's just driving his different car. As soon as he gets another car on the insurance, he just drives it into the local town lake. Like the fireman is just waiting by the lake with the jaws of life. They know what he's going to do. <laughs> that is how uh, strangle wanks were stumbled upon. I-, I feel like it had to be stumbled upon. I think you're probably right. Or what would be more like, see, now I thought you strangle yourself and at a certain point you jizz. So you think everyone that's ever been hung. That's what, I, that's what I was about to say. Maybe they were like, everyone's like got sticky pants in the morgue that's been hung. But then again, that's, give it a go. but no, hanging, they don't, you don't strangle, do you? That breaks your neck, like proper hanging. Neck. So that... now we're back to chiropractic. Oh no, that's how we got there. Oh yeah. that was... Is that how chiropractic like? keep you going back they've discovered two things inadvertently from hanging one it makes you jizz because everyone that's ever been hung had jizz in their pants and their back felt a lot better even old Mussolini they hung from a lamppost oh it was bad I saw it the other day I like I don't like I still think it's the most bizarre you know sometimes you think is that actually real or is this like a I don't imagine that that Gaddafi there's a video of someone shoving a bayonet up his arse. Oh, is there? I don't want to see that. No, they... they, they... Once, whilst he was dead? No. Killing him oh. that way. Oh, that's how they killed Gaddafi. They, they, he's all smashed up and they're pulling... All like a, a mob of people beating him up and pulling him off the back of, like, a you know, pickup truck. It's awful. Was he going to trial? I don't know. They just got him, didn't they? They just got him and... It's... It's so vile. It's so. Oh, it is horrible. But they, yeah. So the same thing after Mussolini, didn't it? They got him and beat him to within a to an absolute where they, pulp. But where were where were they like five years before that? They were voting for him and doing what he said. 
But it's also strange that you got like I feel like oh that's horrible. It's so horrible that that happened. He was a monster. Both of those people were monsters. I don't have Gadda- I don't know about enough about Gaddafi to say that. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been told he was. They were dicta- dictators yeah. and tyrants. Yeah, but I don't. People died on their command. People died no as a result of decisions Tony Blair made. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying. He, listen, I'm not defending him. I don't know anything. I know my, you are a bit. No, I'm not defending Gaffer. Mussolini. Feels like defending Mussolini. Mussolini. Mussolini was a monster. He was the axes of evil. And, you know, I tell you what as well. But I don't He's know. Not... I don't know for certain enough about Gaddafi to say. I have no idea. I have no idea what his deal was. was. A professional footballer. Is uh, a is a thing. Thinking about them hordes of Italians that did what he said, and all. For every Mother Teresa on this planet, there's a Hitler. Well, not for everyone, but you think of this. Mother Teresa was like, did good in the world, right? Apparently, hardly anyone sort of like. I feel like hardly any. She had hardly any disciples that. But like Hitler got a whole fucking country to do like the awful things, and I feel like Mother Teresa sort of like must have been scratching about trying to recruit people. Yeah, that's true. A whole fear definitely is more powerful. No, than I life. just think that human beings have a greater propensity to do evil because I think it's somehow that parasite I've spoken about is I don't know, but I think like to get to get to see Mother Teresa unequivocally doing good in the world. And like it's not appealing. Nobody wants to. Everyone like goes, "Oh yeah, Mother Teresa's good." She doesn't really get like that. She, you know, she doesn't get. No, she hasn't got millions of followers. No. and people just telling her. But Hitler she said, "Help all Jews." Hitler and Mussolini got their entire country to sort of like. Isn't it odd? Yeah, you're right. See, this is how I work things out. What is the most? Uh, what's the most you've ever got people to do what you wanted them to do? Can you think of any examples? I can't think of a single thing. Like, oh, I'm got... so manipulative. I am. Yeah, you are. Oh, I'm Machiavellian. Because I didn't want to do this podcast, but you've made me. Wait till you see what I get you to do tomorrow, mate. It's been a while. I'm telling you, I am. I can be very manipulative. Mm. When I want to be, it's not. It's not a compulsion. I'm not a bad person unless I. Right. What's your definition of a bad person? Because I think if you know you're doing something wrong, you're not a bad person. Well, I, I've i always thought this. Like I would say, people would see me and think I'm incredibly selfish. But I make no, I don't lie or hmm. make any excuses or, or anything. So like, if you think that going out, living my dream, you know, doing stand-up, doing All the radio, prostitutes. going to watch football... Some people's partners don't do that. My girlfriend's very happy, don't get me wrong. But some people would go, I can't believe how much time he spends doing all those things. Yeah, it's his job. But people would think that that was being selfish. But I've it, it's always been like that, and I'm absolutely upfront with it. So I would say I'm the least selfish person because I always do what I want to do. And the other that's, people that's a life, form fit, of manipulation, fit, really, isn't it? What that I do that? Yeah, that you you manage somehow to carve out a life where you can. Well, no, all that's happened is I'm so open about it that the people that are around me are around me because they fit into that, rather than yeah, me so moulding into theirs. Here's another thing: Why is manipulation always used negatively? It's, sometimes it can be positive. 
Yeah. If you went to a, uh, if you spoke to a counsellor who sort of like spoke to you and asked you certain probing questions, leave the conversation a certain way to to cure something, that's a manipulation of sorts, isn't it? Yeah, positive manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. So why is it always very manipulative? Or so is a fucking cheerleader. I don't know. Whatever. I suppose, you know, like when you game football, going back to that, you're like, oh, he's a brilliant man manager. Is if that literally means he's manipulative? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you knew when to give you a slap. Also, knew when to put his arm around you. Yeah. Manipulation. Underrated skill. Manipulation. Have you watched the new Ricky Gervais Netflix? I thing? watched all of them in one night. It's good, isn't it? It's good. It's yeah, good. It's good. It's good. I did spot some some less than original jokes in there, though. Oh, some of his jokes are in there from his first ever stand-up. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I did some... Well, I won't say when or where, but I've done... But I spotted a few old jokes recently. Nothing worse than when you're honest... When you're working your guts out and then someone comes up and does an old joke and gets a round of fucking applause. I'm not bitter. Oh, not yeah. bitter at all. Oh, but we've talked about this before. The audience don't care. I fucking care, they mate. They genuinely don't care. You go up, you watch these people. They do literally pick a joke out of a hat from the big book of jokes, and the audience go wild. They could do a whole routine about it. And, yeah, massive laughs. I mean, you like, you still don't get more laughs than going on stage and saying who you, don't, who you aren't. That's my head in. You don't, you still, yeah. Hey, so anyway, I did a weekend in London. Nothing, none of um, the, the act I was talking about wasn't on the weekend. Where were you in London? At, uh, Covent Garden. I was at Covent Garden. I'm almost like, no, I wouldn't say resident MC, but I, I, I MC it maybe more than anyone else. I don't know. I never look at the lineups so I'm not on. I'm a massive, selfish, egotistical narcissist. But I decided to get a very, very, very cheap hotel in a place called Ilford. And when I say cheap, I'm saying it was £76 for two nights, including breakfast. In London at the weekend. That's quite cheap. How much? £76, two nights, including breakfast, Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, that's cheap, yeah. Still, I would still consider myself ripped off. One, (laughs) exhibit A. Well, just the look of the room, where it was and everything. But the hotel, right, it's all shit, proper shit. Exhibit A. Do you remember when I come to yours and I said, "Have you got a cat? I've got an I've got an allergy," and it turns out it was probably your hamster because I had, didn't have it last time I came. Well, he's dead now, strangely. Yeah, Should no. Well, it was him know. or me, Ash, and you made the right choice. But it's like having a really shit superpower because I'm in my bedroom in the hotel. I start itching. Feel like I've got cobwebs on my nose. There's vermin in there. There's rats or mice. So I knew there was rats or mice present because my little spidey sense went off. That's nice. Laying in bed, one o'clock. Friday morning, I was just dropping off and I just heard this like that, dripping. Turn the light on, there's water coming right from the middle of the ceiling. It's just missing my bed and hitting the same spot on the carpet, making quite a loud noise. What? Someone upstairs, Ash, I'm thinking they've fucking left the... There's a, there's a room up there. So it wasn't this roof, it was, I, was in the, I was on the ground floor, there's a you know, room above me. So I went to reception, I said, there's a lake. Oh God, I'll come with it. As I walk... As I walked back from reception, there was a woman off her nut in full white lingerie, white basque, white stockings, white suspenders, with a little towel round her. And I thought, oh, it was a, 
I pointed out, I went, oh, it must be to do with her. Because I thought, like, like a naive, that she was having a shower and was coming down to complain that her... But you said, oh, it must be something to do with her. To the bloke from reception, because she had a towel round her. But did she hear you? Yeah, she was, like, walking towards us. But she had a towel round us. I didn't I didn't know by this stage she had white laundry. Until she turned round and I could see the back. The towel was so little, it didn't quite join up at the back. I could see said white laundry and some very, very distinct bright red handprints on her ass. Oh, my... No way. I swear on my kids' lives. And I went, oh, ugh. So I went, oh, no, and he went, oh, don't worry about that. So I go in the room and I show him the drip. And then... Don't worry about that. That's what he, he said. said. Don't worry about that. Was he there? Was it his partner? No, he was coming from reception. As we walked back into the corridor, she was coming out of another room. She saw us and went, oh, she was so hammered. I don't know what. She went, oh, and she turned around and went back in her room. I don't know where she was going. But she was on the ground floor as well. But I just saw oh, a woman with a towel round her, having just gone to reception and thinking someone's baths overflowed or something above me. Yeah, yeah. So I just went, oh, it must be to do with her. And then she just turned around and I went, oh, maybe not. And then. Um, oh. But I think she was at work, if you know what I'm saying. But she still had a top top on. Well, yeah, she had a towel around the holding over her front. But when she turned around, I could see like the back. She had like a white g-string oh, basque, yeah, yeah. white stockings and suspenders. Hold on, I'm just gonna tighten this belt. Yes, <laughs> around the base of my cock. Um, yeah, so that happened, and then I saw her the next day, and uh, morning. Yeah, I was like, morning. It was, but she wouldn't have been able to remember. She, her, she, you, she, her eyes were so red. She looked like a fucking rabbit that had shampoo tested on her or something. She was absolutely off her face. This this podcast is very circular. Everything's linking back. Nicely. Everything always does. That's the way I operate. And um, so, what was it that was causing your leak? I don't know. It, it, it stopped. I think someone upstairs must have left the tap running or something. Jesus Christ! I don't think I could have stayed there. Was it grubby? Oh fucking! Was it grubby? It was so grubby. Did it you w- eat breakfast? Yeah, I ate breakfast both times. Oh, I went to... <laughs> so on the way back, it was like a 25-minute walk to Gants Hill Station, which I'd never even heard of. That's like near Redbridge. You probably do. It's your neck of the woods, really, isn't it? Your end. I know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it so I walked to Gants Hill, and when I came out of there, there was a... I won't name it because it's probably libelous, but there was a... Uh, let's say it was like a Poundland KFC, be the best way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, five chicken hostel. Yeah, chicken hostel. It was five like bits of chicken, not little dippers or nuggets, like actual like bits of chicken, like carcasses. Yeah, yeah. for three quid. Fucking. Hell. So I ate that. I mean, the the value that puts on the life of the chicken. It was, is just honestly not even joking. I started. I was one bit where I was looking at the rib cage. I thought, this is not a fucking chicken. I don't the think rib cage. there was like a rib cage. Famously, chickens have got ribs and molars. <laughs> I think it was a human jaw. No, you know the kids just always fight over the bit of chicken with the molars in it. No, oh, I was thinking this is God. a pigeon or something like that. It had a very oh. delicate little little jet black boned rib cage. Tiny little beak, little snout. It was oh god. And then I had it like so. And and then your hives come up. Turns out it was rats. The drumstick had a paw on it. <laughs> you should be well, laughing the tail at that. Made it easy to eat though, didn't I? I tell you what, that it was halal, so it was fine. So it was, it had all been tested, whatever the halal means. Um, 
yeah, so I had, I ate basically the worst food I've ever eaten, like all weekend, because I had that and then I had it again Saturday. I reckon that for seventy five quid you could have stayed somewhere better for two nights. Yeah, I actually could, but where's the story in that? Did you look on like TripAdvisor for the reviews? No, I went on my booking.com and put London price lowest to highest and clicked on the first one. And that was that. <laughs> That's not even a joke. No, actually, the top three say like hostel. Then one said guest house. Then the first one that said actual hotel, like you've got to have your own bathroom and I don't want to be in a dorm. I was like, that one. This doesn't sound like it was a hotel, though. It was, it was a brothel. Some weird little one. It was a like, brothel. Going on tour with people. Yeah. Um, I've I've stayed in some really bizarre ones. I stayed in one with uh, Matt Ricardo, where um, there was a guy in the room next to me who was being so violently ill <laughs> in the night. I felt I could have easily punched through the wall and rubbed his back. Yeah, yeah. he probably been in the same chicken place as me. And then uh, in the morning, I heard him apologising to the cleaner. The cleaner had come in. He's like, "I'm so sorry." Just um, I'm so the sink is blocked, and she's like, "Oh, it don't matter. It happens." Oh, you know what's happened there? You know, like my investigative brain, he had both ends going on, didn't he? I bet he. The did. only reason you puke in the sink is if you're sitting on the toilet. Yeah, and you can't brain, yeah. stand up. It was awful. That, but the thing that really sticks in my mind: we did two gigs. That was down on the south coast somewhere, and the pizza that we got both nights. So the first night we got there. We got a pizza, and do you ever have it where the cheese, it was still looked like cheese, but it was melted. Mm. It hadn't browned in any way though. Mm. It just and it well, was mo- thick. Mo- the pizza was thick. Mozzarella can be che- like that, can't it? I hate okay. not cooked mozzarella. And um, but it was so oily, like there was like an oil sitting on top of it, and it's one of the best pizzas I've ever eaten. Do you remember you had a, you said we you, were, you we had a nice pizza like, when we oh. was in Staffordshire at that festival? They had a wood fired. I too, because they gave us, they paid us and gave us food vouchers, didn't they? Yeah, and you was like straight in there, weren't you? Rolling oh, Browning. I can't eat pizzas anymore. You must miss it. Hey, Domino's do a cheeseburger pizza that tastes like a Big Mac. Well, when we were on the radio on Saturday, Radio Essex, uh, Ross McGrain found a uh, story. That was uh, someone had found out that you can build a Big Mac for cheaper than a Big Mac. So if you like bought a quarter pounder or something and then add certain things and minus certain things, it gives you a Big Mac, but for less much for like a quid. I never used to eat McDonald's. I reckon I go there four times a week now. <laughs> I'm addicted to that. Sh- and, and, and I, I only really have the selects because I don't try not to eat so much bread. Although they have got a bread coating, but. But uh, when I was ill, when I came out of my can't eat anything phase, I just wanted McDonald's all the time. Yeah. And strawberry laces. St- mate, the strawberry laces thing was, it was actually hard to break that habit. I'm not even, I'm actually being serious. I, I couldn't stop eating them. What happened, you reckon? What was it in strawberry laces that gave you what you needed? One, they are the greatest sweet of all sweets. Do you like a strawberry lace that's got the white no. tube inside? Pencil, strawberry pencil, go fuck yourself. No, it's got to be a proper lace. Okay. There's, I'll tell you what, and you can get free bags for a quid from Tesco's. Yeah. Morrison's, they're made at the same plant, they're the same. But I like the packaging at Tesco's more. And they're so delicious. That artificial strawberry is better than actual strawberry. Anyone who doesn't think that is just a fucking bullshit. Same um, as banana. No, the opposite of banana. Cherry. The, no. the big one's cherry. 
Real cherries don't taste of shit, mate, but artificial cherry. I'll tell you what, raspberry flavour is better than raspberries. I've never really had... Yeah. And, Jeff, you know, it's the blueberry doesn't taste anything like blueberries. It's like this... No, it's blueberry. They basically call it blueberry, but it's not. It's just a sweet taste. Blue. It's just something that's blue. And why was slush puppy raspberry... Raspberry slush puppies were blue. Yeah. Why was that? Don't know. I think it's like I could tell it wasn't strawberry, maybe. Now, I thought, I've actually just answered my own question. If they were both red, they'd put it in the wrong silo. That's probably why, isn't it? Because it was always blue or red. Because it ain't raspberry, is it? Slush puppies, you could get strawberry or raspberry, and the raspberry one was blue. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it wasn't raspberry. No, it just tasted of ice. It said it was raspberry, but it was... Whatever that flavour is. I feel like Americans are more into blueberries than us. They put it in everything. Do you reckon it was called blueberry in the States? Yeah, I do. Snodsberry. Snodsberry, what's that from? Willy Wonka, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, I remember my great anecdote about chewing the wasp that had been frozen to death in a slush puppy. I want to hear it again. I was very young, walking around Bury St. Edmunds with my dad. He bought me a, a slush puppy, and I thought I had a big bit of ice, and I sucked it really, really hard. And then this bit of ice went up the straw, hit me in the back of the throat. I crunched it. It didn't feel right. I spat it out. It was like a massive frozen wasp. Oh, my God. So, it's so horrible. So I think it had fallen in and got entombed like Han Solo into the uh, slush puppy machine, and then I sort of like sucked it through my straw. Way to go! I um, when I was about six or seven, I remember having a sort of pain in my gooch area, right. in my pants <laughs> at school, and it was scratching and scratching. So I put my hand down in class oh my and God. grabbed what I thought was some some grass, that because we'd been out on the field, and I pulled it out. And it was a, just a, a live bumblebee. <laughs> it hadn't stuck. I was looking to make a nest. It's been trapped in my pants, like scratching around. It, gonna, it couldn't make honey out of anything it'd find down there, could it? It, it turns out it put, built a nest in my anus. Have you ever seen the, the thing where the giant Japanese hornets like kill the whole hive of bees? No. Oh, it's amazing. So well, right, they set it up to do that, or is it? No, nature? it's nature. So right, these these hornets, like five hundred hornets, will kill like three hundred thousand bees. They, just, they are just oh. so big, the Japanese giant hornet. And they just chop them in half with their big pins. So, right, listen to this. this so is... they then sort of pose them to make it look like they were a sixy wanker. <laughs> That's Japanese way, isn't it? Honour killing. So anyway, right, they send out a scout hornet that will find a nest, go in there, go back to the nest of hornets, and then all the hornets will follow him back. So the bees will see a scout hornet come into their hive and they cook it to death. Oh, wow, yeah, because they can get incredible temperatures. They all they? swarm on, on him, and they flap them, flap and flap and flap their wings to create heat, and a lot of the bees die as well. But they just get it to this certain temperature where the hornet cooks to death, the scout. How the fuck the did they work that out? Bees don't care, do they? Because they are one one creature, really. That's how I see the human race, actually, irrespective of gender or colour. I just see us as one organism. We are all one. We are all love. We are all one vibration. And it's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. So we are recording tomorrow. This will be going up Monday. If people want, they they we're going to do a live. We'll do a live um, 
video, won't we, on YouTube yeah. that you can access at any time. Plus, we'll be doing the content for the Patreon. Um, but, yeah, get your questions over for tomorrow. So we're going to be recording a live stream tomorrow at some point. That might be the last thing we do on there. Not ever. Um, and then we're going to record the extra content for the patrons. So if you're a patron and you pay $5 a month, you get... Oh, Ash, free... the merch what? you showed me. It's good, isn't we've it? We've got some blinding merch coming. Got, we've got, got it. Just got to send it out, yeah, haven't we? It's getting, well, we're gonna we're gonna fill we're gonna post some of them tomorrow. So if you're a five dollar a month patron, you are now entitled to a beautiful pranks and Firth sticker. Oh, they look good. And we will give you a little note. We'll write a little note. And we'll we could write a note on the bit on the back of the sticker that you peel off. I mean, I've bought postcards now. All right, Nan. Who buys postcards? <laughs> Oh, just because it's like a piece of card. Oh, gotcha. Understand. Sorry. And uh, we'll send them, and you can. Uh, that's for the five dollar a month patrons. Lovely little sticker. Lovely sticker. And we're going to do different stickers, aren't we? This is just the first one of the stickers. So if you like stickers, people do like stickers. Um, and but also let us know what you do want. Them. I think that's key, isn't it? You got to tell us what you actually want. That's key, isn't it? Yes, key. People, if you're listening, tell us what you want, what you really, really want. Uh, for $1 a month, you get an extra podcast every month on Patreon. $5, you get an extra podcast and... Stick up! You get video. And, a and for $10 a month, you get all of that, and we're sending our $10 a month patrons a T-shirt. That is being designed Just... as we speak in the, in the design uh, department. So if you're a five dollar a month patron, send us your address on Patreon, and we'll send those out for you ASAP. And they are worth it. They're good stickers. You will you will stick it on something, and you'll be proud of whatever you stick it on. And uh, well, I've already got um, the addresses of the ten dollar a month patrons for those t-shirts to go to. There'll be be some merch coming. They'll be coming soon for people to buy. Buy. Um, and what else? If you can, if you don't want to give us your address, but you'd still like to support the podcast, you can do it via Kofi, which is co-fee.com forward slash pranks. Yeah. And you can donate in increments of $3, I believe, Ash. Is that still the case? Yeah, they can do that. Do whatever they want. And then you don't have to give us your personal information. If you're one of those anonymous people that don't want anyone to know that you like us, and I'll be honest, I would as well. I, I I feel your shame and share it. But you can anonymously, not anonymously, but you don't have to get too involved in the in the, the pranks and furth community, which is probably a ball ache. <laughs> but uh, if you do, then do with our stuff Ash said. So we've we've got you covered. Support the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then. Super exciting. What did you say? How long we done? How long we done? Oh, we have done. 38 minutes. Oh, it's not that long, is it? That's fine. It's fine. Um, okay, well, Justin, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener, go on our YouTube channel. You see our live stream tomorrow whenever you can. And uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, your March content is coming soon. I mean, we'll be recording it tomorrow. And thank you so much for listening. Sorry it's a little bit later, but we're just getting things back on track. Back on track. Back on track. Back on track. Let's see what we come up with tomorrow. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.